0: Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel please visit au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. Welcome if you are new, welcome back if you are a long-time listener. I hope you had an amazing week. I actually have. This, this last this last couple of months has been really really cool for me. It's been an interesting couple of months and there's been a lot of different different kind of inner emotional, physical inner shifts that has that have been going on for me, which has been really enjoyable but definitely quite challenging. And there's been a series of events that has happened in probably the last couple of months that has just really pulled me and called me and taken me to places where I I probably didn't expect to be. And so I'm going to talk to you about some of that today and share just what's been happening for me and some experiences and hopefully give you some inspiration to work towards. I have been, if this is a first time podcast, I always think, I wonder if you guys have listened to all of them, some of them or none of them. But I have been uh, on my own personal development journey for some time now. I feel like we are all always on it, right? But the waves in which I suppose the waves in which I've been riding recently have been waves that I haven't really ridden previously. So when I started my, let's call it my human development, personal development journey, I started with things that were very different to what I'm I'm working with now. So, you know, these days I talk about energetic frequency and um vibrational magnetism and all these different things that, you know, I know for me would have gone over my head years and years ago. But when I started, it was it was around some really for me which now is basic but I realize just absolutely isn't, but some fundamentals and so some of the things that I started to delve into and understand for myself years and years ago, when I really wanted to start taking radical responsibility for who I was, for my future, for how I showed up, for understanding myself, I started with things like, what is my driving force? What are my values? What is my love language? Um, my, you know, what is my primary love language? let's, I delved into things like limiting beliefs and I started there. I started with that stuff. And as this journey has grown and developed and, you know, just come over time for me, I now find myself in a space where I am moving into a feeling space versus a understanding space. And so a lot of what I'm doing at the moment I mean it does make sense. This sounds a little bit cryptic. It does make sense, but it also in a lot of ways is about expressing and moving through feelings to have an inner shift that works beyond the capacity of saying, well, here's why this will happen or here's your here's your limiting belief. Now let's try and let's try and break that down. Now those things are really valid and I do believe that where I'm at at the moment is more about now moving into that solid space of full embodiment of what I teach and at all levels we should be embodying what we teach so if if you're working with a coach or or with somebody to help you develop and you obviously want that person to not only have knowledge behind them but you also want them to be an embodiment of their teaching. It's like, um, oh, what I what I'm gonna say sounds funny, but um, it's like potentially having. Um, well, look, mm, I don't want to say anything that offends anybody. Oh, I'm there already. Um, I was gonna say it's like having a relationship coach that isn't in a successful relationship. So that's not exactly what I mean. Um, or being a marriage counsellor, but never have being married. Not exactly. That's actually probably completely incorrect. And I'm sure people want to throw stones at me for even saying that. But we can have knowledge, right? We can know things. So I can teach people tools. It's like at a base level, I can understand... The foundations of a good relationship, or I can understand the foundations of a certain thing, but at a at a larger level, there's also an embodiment piece, and so that's the kind of space that I'm sitting in at the moment, where I really understand that the more I embody experiences for myself, the more I can bring that to you guys with with a full knowing that it would would it potentially benefit or absolutely benefit you also? And so I don't know where you're at in your personal development, human development journey in your human experience, but I want to speak into this space because for a while there, and I think I have spoken about this in the past, I was really enjoying like daily meditation. And so there are different stages in our journeys where we enjoy different types of challenge. And at the moment, I'm really enjoying creating physical challenge for myself in order to create an like an inner energetic shift. And so what that could look like, um, is an array of things. One of the things that I have been doing for quite some time is ice baths. And I thought I might share this with you today because this is a pretty cool story, but I, uh, well, let me, let me talk to you about the few things that I've been doing that I've been, that I've really enjoyed recently. And I'm just going to share with you. So I, in the past, probably 12 to 18 months, if I'm really honest, probably since, you know, I got back from India, I, I had this real big understanding of what, it meant to physically move your body and do uncomfortable things and how it made you feel. And if I'm really thinking about it, a lot of that started for me when I went to the Holy Festival, when I went and put myself into a com- uncomfortable situation. Now, this was in the midst of COVID becoming quite serious. We are probably, uh, we're incredibly lucky that that Holy Festival even went ahead because, the restrictions were like days. It was days before the restrictions came into place. But to put in context for you what that festival looks like and feels like, it's definitely not like the Colour Run in Australia. Um, Absolutely fucking lutely nothing like it. So if you've ever done the Colour Run, you may have experienced like two to 10% of what the Holly Festival is like. But Holly is it's basically a massive color run <laughs> to really downplay it but it can get insanely wild and we were put into um into the festival in a um inner city that was probably one of the more mild places to do it there was definitely places that could have been crazier but the uncomfortability came from a few things one of them was us uh, especially the females there's no fe- there's no females that really take part so it's it's pretty much a male only festival unless of course you're a foreigner so that was one part of the discomfort um obviously you've got these color bombs being thrown at you but not only that they people will come up like right close to your face and they will touch you on your cheek and your neck and go happy holly and like smudge color so I remember even like I wear I used to wear contact lenses. I had um I had double cataract surgery just a week ago. But um I used to wear contact lenses and so I was paranoid about my eyes. I was paranoid I wouldn't be able to see properly. I had already had an eye infection on this trip, so my eyes were a big deal. It was it's uncomfortable and a bit scary for me in that way. Um and so then you're very close to people and you're quite vulnerable and then it starts to become like a bit of a rave and everyone's dancing and jumping and there's drums and there's music and people are running and you're like hoping to God you don't lose your friends. And, you know, depending on how dis- uncomfortable you want to be, you can go right into the thick of it, which we did a few times. But um, another part of it was like there was cows and bulls like just literally running through the streets because the poor animals just lose their shit because they're like, what the fuck are these humans doing? (laughs) I'm assuming, or they're just like, oh, here we go again. It's Holy Festival. Let's run. So you've got big cows running through and it's just insane. And then you got motorbikes and carts and it's just crazy. But the Holy Festival was one of those Experiences for me that was really ah, it gives me the goosebumps. Like it was, it was really uncomfortable, but so liberating. And it's been since then that I've been leaning more heavily into finding places where I can physically become uncomfortable in order to become more liberated and this is a really cool thing to play with and to to dance with and to be curious about now i don't mean just become a daredevil right so it's not like oh you know skydiving yes skydiving jump out of a plane feel liberated right but um but on another level there's so many other ways that we can create discomfort for ourselves which helps us to you know i suppose find that place between our head and our heart because our head is consistently trying to keep us safe. It's it's a common, oh, well, let's hope. It's not that common to have common sense these days, but it's a place where we want to find safety and we want to make sense of things and we want to go, oh, yeah, you know, like, I don't know why I'd want to put myself into discomfort. Now, I'm not talking just danger and, and adrenaline, but just discomfort in general. So a lot of the time what we do is we we go to a capacity we're comfortable with. And so this could have happened, it actually, you know what, it actually did happen to me at Holly. There could have been a level of um, participation for me that could have pushed me a little bit further than what I did, but I participated to the level that kept me safe and comfortable. But I still received this, this massive adrenaline high and this massive kind of release And the only the only other way I can describe it is, you know, like being at and my brother and I were just talking about this (laughs) because we end up doing that every time we end up talking about stuff. I was just I've had a few experiences this week, which I'll talk about today as well. But, you know, we the only other time that you can kind of relate this to is like when you're really drunk in a nightclub and you're like, whoa, I can dance. I never knew I could dance. Or you're, you know, you're at a music festival and you've just taken an ecstasy tablet and you feel on top of the world or whatever, but we're not talking about, you know, taking drugs and altering states in that way to achieve this. We're talking about finding ways to be free and expressive and to put down all the conditioning and all the guards and all the head fucks and just be fully expressed in whatever way we want to. And so this is so interesting and this is something that I'm working with my clients on in my Femme Goddess Mentorship pretty, um, pretty heavily within the next few months. But this art of full expression and the question around why is it often so scary for us to fully express And so for us to do something that we know we can do but we won't because our mind gets in the way. So, yeah, it kind of started for me there when I really had, I was just at a place personally where I felt so ready for more of these experiences that were going to push me and that were going to, um, yeah, give give me some experiences I hadn't yet had Um, move me to a place where I can feel more open, more free, more liberated, more empowered. And so there's been a series of things that I've been doing in the last 18 months or so that have really helped me have huge inner shifts that have been quite profound. And these have sometimes been facilitated by myself for myself. And others, other times have been within group situations where I've had somebody, a coach or um, a mentor or a friend or whoever actually, you know, help me and be that, that person to help me not have to do those things alone. And I think that that's a really powerful thing for you guys to understand is that we actually don't need to do things alone. It's, it's often not easy and it's often almost impossible to get there on our own, at times. But, um, and the ice bath was something that, that also started me on a really beautiful journey towards this liberation. And I talked about this recently a little bit on my Instagram, but I didn't really get to the point very quickly, which there's no surprises there. Cause that's basically the way I roll. I take a long time to get to the point, but, um, so I, um, I had a moment where, I was here on my own. It was about, probably would have been about six or seven months ago, maybe. Oh, actually, yeah, it would have been just around six months ago. So it was, it was when we started, um, trialing this 50-50 split with the kids and I was here on my own and I was feeling really frustrated with life. I, um, I got into pity party. I got into victim. I got into a state where I was like, I am so sick of this. I shouldn't have to share my children. This isn't fair. I don't want this life for myself. Um, I was sad. I was missing them. I felt like I'm, I was so overwhelmed in terms of the, the perception of the responsibility I had. And, you know, let's be real, um, as a single parent, there's a huge responsibility, a massive responsibility that you take on, especially as a female, because females have so much of a, a different connection. And men may not love to hear this, but it just, in my opinion, is true. Females have a different connection to their children than males. And in most typical situations, females are the ones that do carry and and think about far more when it comes to the, the little humans in their lives. And I felt this, I just felt this overwhelm of responsibility. I'm not financially supported. I'm, I'm having to run this business. Life isn't fair. I've got no one, you know, no one helping me pay my bills, blah, blah, blah. I just felt this, you know, this pity party coming in. And, um, and it's not like me. It's actually really not like me. I have, I have a really generally a broad perspective on on the world and on life and I really I hate I dislike to play the victim card because at a at a core level or at a depth I understand that it does me no good and it disempowers me and so I hate going there I actually I I don't I believe wholeheartedly in duality what goes up must come down hot cold peace war left right blah blah right we all know that if you've been listening to me for a while you absolutely do But I believe in it. And so I don't believe in celebrating the highs as high as you need to or the lows because I just, it doesn't work for me. And so sitting in any type of victim mode, it just, it doesn't sit well. And I know that I've had to learn when to be vulnerable and when to just be held and be looked after and being told it's okay and have those moments but typically it doesn't, it's not part of my makeup. I don't like complaining. I prefer to empower myself than complain, but I could feel all this just bubbling up. And I was like, I'm so fucking upset about everything. Um, I felt like I had been in far too much confrontation for anyone, anyone's lifetime. I felt like I was a victim. I felt as though, there had been so many violations and I just, I was angry. And then I, I remember like coming upstairs and I looked at myself and I thought, that's it, I'm going to just get in the bath, I'm going to have a glass of champagne, I'm going to put the music on and I'll, I'll probably have a teary and I'll get in bed and that I'll be done with it and I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll feel better. for I'll feel better. I'll feel better tomorrow. I'll just drown my sorrows in a bath and half a bottle of wine and I'll go to bed, right? You know, that type of that type of vibe. And I live very close to a 7-Eleven, like within walking distance. And then I thought, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to breathe this shit out. I'm going to breathe it out. If anyone hasn't done breath work or doesn't understand what breath work is or hasn't had it facilitated powerfully, I highly suggest you get around someone who can help you with that. I used to think, what do you mean breathing? Yeah, breathe in, breathe out, you know, no, really powerful breath work um, can be absolutely life changing. And it does it really it can help people access higher, higher, um, higher levels of spirit, it can help people access messages and people can be spoken into from, you know, from source from that place it also helps so many in so many ways with your respiratory system and your immune system and your emotional regulation. So breathwork is fucking powerful. So I thought, no, don't be doing that. Don't be doing that poor me bullshit on a Friday night. Let's do something better than that. And so I went into this space of like embody who you are as a coach, embody what you would tell a client to do, which it wasn't drink a bottle of wine, get in the bath and listen to some sad songs and feel like a victim and hopefully wake up the next day feeling better. I was like, no, I I need to be liberated. I need to have an inner emotional shift. And so my first point of call was, okay, I'm going to do breath work. So I looked up something like, you know, most powerful breath work technique on YouTube. (laughs) I thought I need guidance today. So I turned to YouTube. And up came Wim Hof, and I had this like, you know, this moment of just like, fuck, now you know what to do. You're going to have an ice bath. And so I strut myself up to the top of the street to my 7 Eleven, and I went and bought like three ice bags, maybe two, two or three bags of ice. And, um, it was so funny because I was there and I had made this decision and I felt like already, like even previous to even doing it, I felt so liberated and I was like, oh my God, look at me go. I'm so strong. I can do anything. And I, I started to become completely liberated. My thoughts had completely shifted. Anyway, I made the decision and I'm I've got no one to prove this to. I'm on my own and I had just made this decision to do it. And so I did it. I um I threw those bags of ice in and I was like fucking fuck this and I was you know I was like I'm gonna do it and I remember thinking I'm gonna film this shit I'm gonna film this I'm gonna put this on Instagram yeah uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show people how strong I am and then um, something kicked in internally that went no Jess you're not gonna do any of that you're actually gonna just go through this process for yourself regardless of anyone proving it to anyone because you need something to shift dramatically in your life and it needs to shift dramatically now. And so I put the Wim Hof on and I started breathing and you know being guided by that. By the way guys, um I do this stuff at my retreats now and if you're interested in coming to one of my retreats, I have two coming up next year, one in Feb and one in March. I have a conscious couples retreat and a women's only both in which where these types of experiences are facilitated. So if this is exciting to you, you know what to do. Contact with me and um, they will sell out. So anyway, I'm in this process. I'm I'm listening and following along and I'm getting myself prepped and the bath is ready. And I get in the bath and I sat there for like, I don't know, it was about four minutes, which seemed like so long. I didn't really time myself, but now knowing the feeling. I feel like it was around four minutes, which was quite long. And I literally breathed and cried. And what I had realized in that moment when I was sitting there, you know, vulnerably on my own doing this stupid thing, you know, this kind of stupid thing, this amazing thing, but definitely something that I felt like, wow, Jess, are you really, like, are you, have you lost it? But it was the most, one of the most liberating things I'd done. And the way that I got myself into that bath was, was this, it was by saying, Jess, you think you can't handle what life is throwing at you right now. You're absolutely wrong. Prove it to yourself, Jess, prove it to yourself. You know, better than this, you can handle anything. You can sit in that ice bath on your own, not proving it to anyone but yourself. If you can do that, if you can get, you know, your mind, mind over matter, get into your heart space, give yourself a loving gift of saying, Jess, you're powerful. You can do this. It's going to be fine. Then all these other bullshit challenges that you're feeling like you're experiencing are just going to dissipate. They're going to start to exit your life. You're going to feel more empowered. And that was exactly what happened, right? So I I had it all dissipate. I felt amazing. I felt really cold. I thought I'm never, ever going to do that again but I actually did. Um, I felt alive. Like for me, when I ice bath, it just gives me this feeling of absolute liberation. And I really, really love it. And, um, And it became something that helped me have really, really powerful inner shifts. From that moment on, I have not once gone back to the place where I was that night or that afternoon where I felt like I couldn't. I have not once created from a place of scarcity or fear. I have not once brought a product or an offering or anything, or taken a client or done anything from a place of poor me. I'm a single parent. I can't afford things. I shouldn't have to do this alone. This isn't fair. I'm over it. I miss my children. Where, where, where? I've completely changed my framework. I've completely changed my inner thoughts and I've had internal shifts as a result. And it's been really, really beautiful. Um, Since then, I have ice bathed every so often on my own and I don't share it with anyone. And I kind of was like, why don't I? So this is me sharing it and giving you a bit of a story. But I think one of the reasons I didn't was because I felt like, oh, I don't really want anyone else just ice bathing on their own at home, because it does require a certain amount of development um, and strength and you know maybe just do it with someone the first time you do it maybe don't do it alone but um or have a facilitator or a group that you do it with but it's been powerful for me and I've continued to do it and then following through from that we were ice bathing at my last retreat and then I attended a, a leadership day with one of my mentors and we all did it there as well so I've done it a fair few times now and have been reminded at how powerful these things are. Um, some other ways that I would really love to suggest for you. Now, if you guys haven't already checked out my Turn the Key program, there's a link in my Instagram and there should be a link maybe in this podcast as well. But um, it's a really small course that runs over four weeks. I released it I release a new course at the end or the start of every year. And my last release was my Turn the Key program. And this was all based around finding that inner joy and that embodiment and that feeling of happiness. And one of the things that I teach in there was how to strut and how to, you know, move your body powerfully. Now, that for me has been another area where it's so interesting, like physically doing things that actually have like physically moving our body or giving our body an experience, but then having that experience create an inner shift. And I love that. Like, I love that for people and I love it for myself because I know I can go and get that feeling. Uh, not, not easily, but I know it's actually available to me and I find that so exciting So I, um, I highly encourage you to go and have a look at that program. It's really, really affordable. Um, but also the idea of it, right? So the idea of the strut, it's so, so cool. So the strut is literally like put a really cool song on something that, um, is sexy and strut walk sexily up and down, shake the hips, move the body, have a dance, right? Now, at a recent leadership event that I was at, we were um, we were put through a process, or we were encouraged to take ourselves through a process. If I'm honest, it's free and it's available to to anybody. But it was a, a process of of movement, and I'm not going to completely explain it here because it's something that I feel like needs to be facilitated. But basically, the idea of it is to to move your body to places where you don't feel limited by it, where you don't feel like um, there's any judgment. So actually being able to listen to your body, feel into it, be intuitively guided, and then express from that place. And this is something that can happen in so many areas of our life. I think that, um, and just a warning, if kids are listening, some there might be a little bit of content that may be inappropriate coming up. So you might want to shield those innocent ears. But even like to the point of this sexual embodiment, right, I don't know about you, but, and I actually spoke about this with Rosie Reese in my, in my Turn the Key program, the idea that um, we are not allowed to, you know, or we've been told, or we assume, or we've been conditioned, or we've just decided that we potentially can't make noises that express the pleasure that we're experiencing if we're self-pleasuring or even if we're in the bedroom with our partner, which is just absolutely ridiculous. The, the idea that we should um, quiet down or that we shouldn't um, touch our bodies, not even in our, our intimate places, but I remember like not being connected with like my tummy area for some reason. Like I would never moisturize my tummy or I would never just do arms and legs, you know, things like this where it's kind of strange conditioning that that tends to happen. But there are so many areas of our life where we work to a certain capacity, right? So the ice bath, for example, um, you know, you kind of have to work at 100% to get in there. Whereas say, for example, if we are trying to do something physically um, to have a release or to, to shift energy or to have an inner change, but we just only play it like 70 or 80%. What do you think the universe is going to give us back? Do you think we're going to receive 100% back if we're playing at 70 or 80% or 40%? Fuck no. It's like going to a Tony Robbins event, right? And everyone jumps up and down. And you see the people that just fucking jump up and down and yell and scream and they just give zero fucks, and they get full embodiment, and they feel the feelings. You know, some people don't cry properly, or don't cry to their full extent, don't yell and scream, or feel anger to their full extent. These are the the ways that I want to encourage you to start thinking and start looking for places where you can be physically challenged, and so that might be in a dance class, that might be plunging yourself into an ice bath. That might be attending uh, a festival, (laughs) maybe holy one day, but doing something really outside of your comfort zone and then fully embodying it and saying, you know what, I'm not going to give a fuck what anyone thinks. I'm going to dance like nobody's watching. It's something I've been doing with my children a lot. Watching my daughter dance, she has no inhibitions yet because, and hopefully she doesn't ever, because I'm really, um, I'm really, mindful of how I can support her not having that but I watch her dance and get down on the ground and move her body freely and not really care and it's so inspiring because I think as women especially at, at you know between the ages of probably 25 to 40 I think we we lose our sense of self we have children and we go into these states where we're like conditioned or we think oh I better not do that I better not look silly or I wonder who's watching, or whatever it may be. I don't know about you, but when have you last fully just danced or moved your body or in the bedroom, just done exactly what you felt like doing, rather than just either laying there or either working the the routine that you normally work? Like, and this is something I'm like, I'm onto another topic. But what about like, feeling anger or feeling sadness or feeling something else? Has anyone ever had those feelings and then thought in, in like an intimate partnership and then gone, ah, that's not what I meant. Aren't I meant to just do what everyone does on porn, which is just like moan and groan? Isn't that what we do? We fake orgasm and we act like we're enjoying the situation versus like full embodiment versus doing something that's really uncomfortable because it challenges you, because it seems like you shouldn't do it, right? It's just like when people started doing ice baths and there was lots of people that were really like, what what are these people doing? Until the research came out or until more people started doing it, more people started talking about it. And then they started to feel, find out the benefits of it. It's the same with movement. You know, there's this, there's all these places now where women can go and dance and be sexy. And it's like, Ooh, this is new. Because guess what, you know, no one or not many people that in in their younger years were were told, why don't you just dance the way you want? Why don't you just be free and unashamedly just shine like a fucking diamond? You know, like, why don't you do that? Instead, it's like, oh, don't dance like that. It's a bit too sexy. Or don't do that here. Or, you know, um, even like my daughter, you know, we just just had a hens party uh, last weekend and we're a bunch of crazy wild shiny women, and we f- love to dance and we love to have fun. And you know there was I'm I'm, on, I'm gonna be honest, there was people around us that clearly were like as as um as the hen said, they want to be at our party and I'm like, yeah, because we don't give a fuck, right? Like we actually just love and want to live in our embodiment. it's not always easy. But this is the liberation. This is the piece where you go, ah, it's actually kind of free, almost free or cheap, or it's possible to have this stuff facilitated for myself. So if all of this is going right over your head, or you're like, this just sounds really silly, you don't get it yet because you haven't done it. But when you go into the full embodiment of what physical movement does, of what temperature change does, of what uncomfortability doing something physical that your body wants to do, yet you are pushing it down. Your body wants to scream or yell or dance or throw itself on the ground or move in a certain way and you just aren't ready for it because your brain is like, hey sister, go back into your safety net. You see that little net over there? You see that little box that's keeping you small, that's pushing away the income and the love and the whatever you desire. Now, just go back in there. Go back in there, please, because that's where you're safe. But actually, it's the it's the most unsafe, scariest place to sit in long term. Because the feelings that you feel when you just full body say, I don't care anymore. I'm going to fully express. I'm going to be in my embodiment. I'm going to look, be, act, sound, move, move, do whatever the fuck I want and I'm going to live this life. Like we are lucky to be put here, right? Yet this, um, this okayness with mediocrity fucking bothers the fuck out of me. Why are you okay with this mediocre love life and this mediocre fun on the weekends and this, like, why don't you know what it really feels like to live? Because feeling the what it feels like to live is it is the most beautiful feeling. And what that will do for your business, for your intimate relationships, for every area of your life is phenomenal. And that's why, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about this new paradigm about this feminine embodiment. And this, this is kind of where this stuff is at, right? It doesn't matter what you are told or what you think, there is an opportunity for you to use physical movement and expression to liberate and have inner shifts that mean you become more confident, that mean you step into a new paradigm for yourself, a new way of being for yourself, a new method of operation for yourself that has you on fire from the belly up, that has you unstoppable in every area of your life. And trust me when I tell you, I only know this because I practice this. I practice it in every area of my life. And I've just named some of those areas. But I enjoy things like I've never enjoyed them before and it's because I decided that I am going to give way to judgment. I'm going to give way to caring what other people think. I am going to accept and embody and be okay with the fact that I can and I'm allowed to absolutely shine, to absolutely enjoy every inch and millimeter of my experience here on this planet I'm not going to dance at my 80% if I want to dance at 100. I'm not going to fuck at my 80% if I want to fuck at 100, right? Excuse my French and excuse my me being up front. But honestly, guys, like you get to do what you desire with your life. You get to physically push yourself as much as you want, and every time you do it, And sometimes that is ice baths. Sometimes that is crying like you've never cried before. Every time you do it, you will be rewarded. Trust me when I tell you that. And that's the most exciting part of it. You are just right now without doing these things, without going there, you're just hiding from the rewards that are available. And this life is here for you to be living at your full capacity. So if you don't understand this, if this goes over your head, if you're like, I Jess." here we go again. I'm telling you that there's a place you can get to f- from this space. And what happens here is fear and scarcity and uncertainty and all these things that seem to be so fucking apparent right now, they all start to dissipate because we, have devel- we are able to develop a level of inner trust with ourselves. We're able to develop a space within our lives where we can be absolutely ourselves, where we've created our own freedom. And that, my friends, is so exciting, not only for you, but for your children in particular who are watching your every move. And I don't know about you, but I would far prefer to be around a bunch of liberated friends who love the fuck out of life than the 60 to 80 percenters who kind of do, but kind of just are playing it safe. And as my, as a child, I would far prefer to be around parents at that level than parents who are playing in the mediocre because of their conditioning and their responsibilities and their lack of self-expression because they're too scared of what someone's going to think to be themselves and to be liberated. Oh, how the heck am I going to name this podcast? We shall see. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. Always reach out to me. Please leave your reviews and your ratings and all your things. Always reach out to me over at Jessica Shembri Coach on Instagram or jessicashambury.com.au. Thank you guys so much. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.